Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. There's, I, I heard some snickering over there. Some snickering out of you. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and bring you on in. I'm going to bring do you, you on in. Do you, what? do you want me to be silent? No, no, I, I, I just, I, what were you snickering about? We haven't even just started your fa- yet. Your face. Oh sometimes. yeah, just my face and body. You know, people that you think are funny sometimes if they just like whatever they do, yeah, is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean, yeah, I'm one of those people. Some people think so. Yeah. So oh, some people think so. No. So you don't. No. You I, don't. I think you're funny. So sometimes, like even just a look or a glance. I think you feel the same about me. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No. Like I'm so funny to you. Hilarious. Like I could just give a little look. Boy, I there is times where I, I urinate myself, I pee my pants and laughter. Um I can get you when you I take away all that sadness. 
ease your troubles. That's what you do. That's not even a song. No. But um, but no. it should be. Yeah. But it should be. That's yeah. a runaway train. When you've had an edible or yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit of weed, uh-huh. I am really funny. Don't you think? Or Yes. Yeah. Hilarious. But that could be anyone. Eh, it could be anyone. Right? Yeah. yeah. It could be anyone. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Welcome to the show, though. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. What are you drinking there? Oh, it's a chai latte. From... Port City Java. Okay, good, good. Um, just wanna, I just want to make that clear because so we don't have time to fill up on Black Rifle Coffee, who is our sponsor. Yeah. Yes, it's an old condensed drink. You can like, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, it is what it is. There's there's some brick and mortar black coffee, uh, Black Rifle Coffee opening up around the nation soon enough. Yeah. Jabe's, and you'll be able to drive through and get your deliciousness. It had um, to happen. We're on the go today, you nah. guys. We are on the go. We are on, on the, the go. go. I want to. I want to start off big. I want. I want to start off by uh, this, talking about the movie I saw last night. I saw Black Panther um, with with one of my B fries, one of my B fries in town here, Josh Harkis, and uh, there, there was a lot of hype about Black Panther, the movie itself, a lot, a lot, and the reviews were like, "This is the greatest movie ever, superhero movie ever." Um, this is the first masterpiece that Marvel has ever made. That's what I, I read that a few times. And I was like, wow. Jesus Christ. And then I looked at the numbers, the box office numbers on Thursday and they were smashed. I mean, they, 25 million, which on a Thursday night, it's the second highest of all time. And then going into Friday, the movie was on pace for $225 million for the weekend. So I was like, fuck, I got to see this. Um, and I made a comment uh, about six or seven months ago when Black Panther was started to get the engines going for uh, uh, with the trailer and the promotion and all that stuff. And I said, "Look, if if you're a, a person of color who wants to see more black actors on screen, you've got to go opening weekend and support this movie. This is the first time." Ever that they've made an all-black superhero movie. Director. Director. Cast. Cast. Writer. I mean, shit. It, Ryan Coogler even was credited with with writing it. And I was like, God damn it. Um, and I, I made a, a big deal a bit of like, hey, look, doing the Oscar So White campaign and that type of shit doesn't... Doesn't it, do shit. Doesn't do anything. What, what really does something is is speaking with your wallet and saying, hey... When, when these films are made like this, I'm going to go out and support them. I'm going to buy the shit out of these tickets and get everybody to go and see them. That will really make a change in Hollywood. And, I, and it, it did. So to that point, I, I went to go see it myself so I could talk about it and see what a big deal it was and, and why everybody else is saying this is one of the most important films ever made. And uh, I got I, I to gotta be honest with you. It was... It was fucking incredible. Um, this was, I would say this is my favorite superhero movie that I've ever seen. Wow. Ever. And I'm not a superhero guy. You know <clears throat> I, I fucking hate these movies. Um, yeah. I, I hate them with a, with a passion. The only one that I kind of liked or got down on was uh, Deadpool. Because Deadpool, I like I like yeah. the writing. Yeah. I like the writing in Deadpool. I still don't like the fictional you know, and that's what comic books are and superhero movies are. And I know that, by the way. I don't, I don't want to sound like a fucking idiot by saying I don't like the big giant rock guy or whoever the silver guy was. Like, I just sure. don't enjoy the cartoonish elements of it personally. Like, when I see the Avengers and I see the giant Hulk come on screen, to me that takes me out of it where it's just like, all right, it's just a fucking CGI animal. Where, like with Thor, for example, he's in, you know he's fighting people and he's the shit and, and same with captain America, but it's like, then you have to me like the Spider-Man that looks too fake and they're shooting webs and, and all that other shit. And it's just like, right. Uh, Black Panther, um, to me, boy, it, I mean, it is really hard to, to understate how great this movie was. Um, fuck man. I, it, it was the, the closest depiction I could come to was like, it, it was almost like a black Star Wars. Okay, that's kind of what it looked like. Or Star Trek. Mm-hmm. It, it it was its own separate world and, and universe that it was like the 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 planes and, and everything they were flying and their their modes of transportation was fucking cool. Um, the only thing, you know, when Black Panther himself got into the real world, 
and uh, and had to do shit. Obviously, you know, there's real world elements to it, but it was real. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a fake city. Like he went to Oakland. Um, uh, so when he, you know, he went to, it was in Korea. Like when he, when he ventured out and did things, you were in the real world again. So it's not like Batman where it was like, oh, we're in Gotham and we're in Gotham the city and there's, yeah, yeah. you know, we've got these superheroes that are here and we're fighting in this fake world and all this other shit. Um, you know, the way that, the way that it was set up was, you know, this, the, the country of Wakanda was a country itself in Africa. And then they ventured out into the real world and, and did the shit. But like, it also had elements of of James Bond to me, where the suits and the 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 gadgets that Black Panther had and and the things that they were using, like they had a chick who was building all of this stuff for him, like um, to go out and fight crime and and help the world and, and all of this shit. I, I thought the message was great. I thought the acting was fucking great. The writing was great, and the world itself that they had created, as far as like wardrobe. Uh, special effects, um, costumes, it, like all of it down to the, the, the makeup and, and the prosthetics, like was just lights out. Like they just got it right and knocked it out of the park. And I think for as big as this and important as this movie was, because if, if this bombs and it's shitty, they never make another black superhero movie again. I can promise you that. Oh, yeah. Um, that's Same with just Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah that's like just the that way. If that was dumb, it'd be like, no. Nope, just can't. the way Hollywood works. Mm-hmm. Um, has nothing to do with race, but you know, I, I think, I, I think now the the test will be internationally um, because a lot of the overseas distributors always bitch that black movies don't travel and do well overseas. Mm-hmm. So the international numbers will be big next. But you know, look, you would have been lucky. You would have been like fine to make a hundred million let alone 225 opening weekend domestically. I mean, this this completely changes the game all, all the way around um, for black actors, black directors, uh, and, and, and black films um, getting out to uh, the masses uh, underneath a huge budget because, uh, you know, the director, Ryan Coogler, look, this guy's fucking three for three. I, and I saw, I've seen all three of his movies. Uh, I, I was unaware that it was him. But mm-hmm. he just keeps popping up. The first one was Fruitvale Station. Mm-hmm. We saw that together. It, yep. um, it, it was great. Sundance movie, small budget. Yep. He, he did the best that he possibly could. Yep. With that budget, it was a great film. Uh, second up was Creed. Saw oh, Creed. Yeah. Great. Completely revitalized that franchise. They're, they just wrapped production on the second one now. Um, but, you, you know, he took a tired Rocky franchise because the last one six was okay. Five, five and six were, were, were okay, but he, he revitalized it and made it gritty and cool again. And I still think Stallone should have won the Oscar for that. Oh, that was, well, that's a... you know, but, but again, that's Ryan Coogler. Uh, he, he, he did that. He reinvented that movie and that franchise and, and made it fucking awesome. Um, same with black Panther. He directed this. I mean, that, that is, a massive leap to to go from directing Creed to uh, to Black Panther. I mean, the special effects in that world, like I I would have to say off the top of my head, eighty five percent of it was green screen or CGI. Um, mm. As far as the world around them, because um, the way they made Africa look, uh, I mean, it was beautiful and 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 everything, and it was just like man, the the way that that entire world looked was uh, was incredible. And I, I can't even wrap my mind around directing something like that. Like, not in a million years. Like, if somebody called me to, to do something like that, I'd be like, I, I have no fucking idea how to do it. Let alone this guy who's 32 years old. Right. This is his third movie. Directing something like this, it is unbelievably impressive. Um, especially when o- others have buckled under this pressure. Right. Um, you had the guy that, that, you know, that Joshua Trank or, or whatever, he he bombed out on that star Wars and lost his mind. Oh yeah. Uh, no, fantastic four was before that. And then he was okay. supposed to do the, the star Wars, but fantastic four, he had a mental breakdown trying to direct that, which is, you know, superhero movie in the same element, uh, as this, this was bigger and better, uh, like way better to me. Um, and, and I, I think this movie is for, for black actors and black, black, black directors is, 
I'm going to go out on the limb is probably one of the most important films ever made. Um, and I say that meaning you take a movie like this that, that, that is done to, like not only 225 million in, in the box office, but you're putting black people as superheroes for the first time in a movie ever and making it successful and cool. And the acting was great. And the cast was great. Uh, the reason why I think this is the most important versus a movie like 12 years a slave, for example, is I think everybody makes a slavery movie and you're trying to get an Oscar and trying to, you know, uh, get Oscar bait. Yes. And for black directors and things like that, um, or, or writers. And, uh, and I, and I think to that point, white directors do it too with PTSD movies. And, you know, oh, like yeah. it's, it's the same thing of like, yeah. oh, we're trying to show we're a serious filmmaker and, and, and by making these movies and it's like, look, man, I, I'm sure black people are tired of talking about slavery and I'm sure white soldiers are tired of hearing about PTSD. Like, uh, I, I think, I think there's been a million of those stories. Right. And I just think the, the market was flooded. There was one, you know, after 12 years of slave, there was one that came out right afterwards um, it was in Sundance. Uh, I, I can picture the guy's name and you know, you know, the film I'm talking about, but it bombed and it, it didn't do well. Yeah. And they put it up in award season and it was the same thing. And it was like, it was the third, third or fourth slave movie in a row. It wasn't the Martin Luther King one. No. And that, that, that's, that's another, there, Selma there was, or whatever. yes, someone was another one, but like there was at the time there was three or four Martin Luther King projects at the time as well. And it's like, this is something way out of the box all the way around where it's just the significance of this to me, um, is going to last, have a bigger impact and last longer than, than somebody doing another movie about slavery. Yeah. Um, or, I hear you. or anything like that, because mm -hmm. this is actually, I mean, Sitting there watching it, like to me, because of how great it was, I couldn't help but think of the impact of like little black kids, you know, children watching this and finally being able to have a superhero that they can dress up as as Halloween. That's yeah. one of their own. Um, like just something that small where you're like, all right. And the movie's so good and it's so fantastic. Like, I just think it really, really changes things. Does it make a lot of like political statements? No. Or a lot of. So that's something too that I think is. No, the only. Groundbreaking. The, it's like, we're just good. Like, this is just it. a good movie. We're yeah. not going to say it's because of anything or no. we're not going to try and like, yeah, make a statement. It really is just like, hey, we're great actors. We're, this is We're great, a great actors. This is a great script. This great is a great story. Great writers. Yes, and you don't need anything else, like politically, because we I, don't need I, you by the to way, put I, us in your shit. Exactly, like, we can make our own shit. Exactly, and like by the way, going in with a movie called Black Panther, I was fully expecting it to be super politically super charged. Hardcore, yeah. Wasn't. Um, you could take your kids to see it, um, and uh, I like. I don't. I also don't even remember them swearing in the movie. Like once. I don't, I don't even remember them swearing in the movie one time. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was maybe one political statement where they were like, they didn't want to open up the country of Wakanda. They were like, look, if everybody else finds out how great this place is, like uh, the, the exact quote was uh, refugees. If they get in, they're going to ruin everything. And I was like, oh, uh -oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a political statement I would I would expect. But Me uh, neither. I was I was super okay. shocked by it. But like it was because the country was so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was kind of like what we're going through now. And you're like, ah, all right. Um, but uh, I, I think that, the, again, the significance of this is is greater than any other. Uh, almost okay. any other black film ever made and, and it was fantastic and then well, the trailer before it was uh the, the before the movie started was a wrinkle in time which yeah. is uh i'm i'm super stoked on that because that looks just trippy as fuck and, yeah. and i like shit like that and uh again mostly predominantly black cast and uh black director uh that ava duvernay uh, oh. yeah, uh she's directing it um which is the, 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 Oak the, dog. Yeah. Oak dog. But the, the odd thing about Ava directing that movie is she was originally supposed to direct, uh, direct black Panther. Uh, and then she, what happened? She wanted to do her ankle in time. Oh, okay. Um, so that'd be sweet if they both were like, I, killed look, it. The, the next one, 
uh, A Wrinkle in Time is coming out in March. And it's like, dude, if you have two back-to-back hits like that, that changes the game completely. And uh, it's, it was, man, it was, I haven't enjoyed myself in a movie like that in a long time. Um, I was super stoked, like all the way around. I even stayed to watch like the scene after the credits. And again, I fucking hate superhero movies. Um, I just couldn't get down on them. Look, I liked Deadpool for the dialogue element of it um, because it was funny Mm -hmm. and it was, it was an R. Uh, I enjoyed that. But like, you know, once they started getting into fighting the CGI characters and shit like that, I was just like, yeah, all right. Okay. Bye. Sweet. Um, Mm -hmm. the other, the other thing was, uh, the white protagonist in the movie who was like the bad guy was Andy Serkis. I was gonna say that. Like I saw it in a, um, couldn't believe it. I I was like, I just started laughing because I was just like, Oh my God. He was great. He was really, really, really jacked. He he was so good that I didn't, I I was like, that kind of looks like Andy Serkis in the the face. I did the same thing. But I was like, ah, can't be. Let's refresh the people on who Andy Serkis is. Uh, Andy Serkis is one of our most hated people on the show. Um, he does. He's gone. He's a CGI actor. He's so a, he does yes. all the like. He does all of that shit. He's the guy behind the Planet of the Apes, the actual ape face. He's like, the you ape. never see his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the he's, ape. When, you saw he's it got now. tennis balls all over him all the time. Yeah, yeah. You, you saw it now in this movie, and he was great. Really fucking great. But he looked CGI'd in this movie. Like, um, because he he was his arms and his shoulders like he were it was not a, that big, not not for a real person. Okay, not for a real person. They so like I'm sure, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. he probably got big to this, big for this movie, yeah, and then yeah. they exaggerate on top of it. If he got really that big in this movie, I would have a hard time believing that. But that'd um, be super weird. It'd be but... super weird. But he was great. Um, and then the other guy who was in it, the other white guy, there was only two white people in the movie. Um, was uh, Martin Freeman who played the original Jim on the British Office? Okay, and he was he was great too. Um, He's always great, and uh, but he was playing an American. Really? Yeah, an American. I hate that. CIA. I I know, but he was good. Yeah. Um. So I, look, I, I again can't say enough amazing things about the the film. Uh, go check it out. Uh, man, I really really dug it. Um, as you, as you could tell, yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's not it's not all the time that you go to a movie and you're like super stoked, especially with this much hype. It. Yeah, where I saw that it got an it's like, a, oh, it was good, an but- A plus exit score, um, out of the box office, and I was like, man, no, but no movie ever gets an A plus. And I just kept reading all these reviews, and I was like, ah, can it be that great? And it and it was. Um, and it was important for it to be that great because you got one chance at this and if you fucked it up, that you would have buried the rest of it. Um, and it was, by, by the way, the, the other thing that I found fascinating about it was the, the movie was so good that I know he's part of the Marvel Universe and the Avengers and all of that shit and they're uh, like the, the... He'll get plugged in. He'll the, get plugged yeah. into that, that with the, those other fuckers and, um, you know, I, I think that character in that world is too special that like, I don't want to see him with those other fucking, I don't want to see him with the Hulk. Right. I just don't. I don't want to see this cool. Maybe he won't. Fucking. Oh, no, he is. Mm. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but. Um, oh, you have an inside track. Well, huh? no, if you see the movie, it'll tell you. Oh, okay. It'll tell you what's, what's going to happen. But um, uh, I just don't want to see him with the rest of those fucking people. Like I, that, to me, that world and that whole story and the character was so special that I don't want to, I didn't want to see it with, I don't want to see him with fucking Spider-Man. I got you. Just don't. Fucking Spider-Man? Is that what's going to happen? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh. But look, let's face it. If somebody was going to fuck Spider-Man, it's probably Black Panther. Um, I call him Spider-Man. Spider-Man? <laughs> like, like Mr. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Spider-Man. <laughs> Pleasure, like Greg pleasure to see Spider-Man. you. Pleasure yeah. to see you. Look, I I was started yammering on about how great this movie is. Um, I want to. We got to get to the sponsors. Um, mm. First and foremost is BlackRifleCoffee.com. Um, James is not drinking Black Rifle today. I um, always am. It's for the video, I, unless I'm on the go, go, go. I need to grab something for the video show. You're gonna see her drinking this thing. How big is that straw? Would you say is that, <laughs> is that a pole vault? They gave me a or... really. It's too big. Yeah. It's yeah. too big. Yeah. 
I, I would say like that, that that's for a big like, gulp, I would like, like a 64 it. ounce mm-hmm. big gulp i would like from. it to be somewhere around here yeah 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 you know that's an extra but yeah they popped that in there and i thought huh and that's how much on the go i was yeah 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 you didn't that care. i just grabbed it yeah. You lived your life. You lived your life. Can you uh, let me live? That's the question. Black Rifle Coffee is uh, premium roast to order coffee. Boom. Here's the K-Cups. I get the K-Cups sent to my house. Um, fucking buy the bushel. Buy the goddamn bushel. We get. I get six of these sh- shipped to the house. We get uh, half and half. Just, just black and uh, caffeinated as fuck. Um, they've also got bags. Uh, what does premium roast to order mean? It means that they make it fresh inside the warehouse and then it's bagged. Um, and within two to three days, it's at your doorstep. Um, about $4 cheaper than Costco. And their apparel is is amazing. I'm always wearing this. It's a little colder today. I'm living in these fucking sweatshirts. I promise you I have like 30 of these. That's why. It's not the same goddamn one. Uh, and their, their, their hats are dope as shit too. I'm wearing the new hat today. Uh, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Sign up and join the coffee club. It's a subscription of the month. And it just gets uh, shipped to your, your house every day. Of the month in the same oh. same month, you know? So if you get it on the 18th, it's coming on the 18th the next month, you know? Yeah, it's not every day of the month, but um, no, but come I, the same day. The same date on uh, on in every month. Can you imagine? Oh, I, I can. Oh, just and a I would fresh love it. bag every day. I would love it. You could probably set that up, you guys, if you wanted to. Probably. For our rich, super rich um, listeners. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, if we had a super rich listener, we would have known it by now. You think? Yeah, I, I we've I've I've put it out there enough where I was just like, hey, can you just give a mill so we can make like four of these fucking crazy movies and call it a goddamn day? Like, um, yeah, they, it would have happened by now. Uh, go then the next up we get uh, straightrazors.com. Yeah, best in the biz, best in the biz. And again, I'm gonna highlight their shampoo and conditioner. Um, because it's it's the fucking jam, dude. It's uh, smolder. So is their aftershave. Um, they have the finest man grooming products in all of the biz. Uh, that's a nice little face you're making right now. You like it a lot. Uh, I use uh, I use the Smolder aftershave every single day. I use the straight razors every single day. And I, a lot of you have said to me like, "Hey, I don't know uh, Ross Patterson." If, if I can use a straight razor, you can. They get safety razors, too. Uh, they got, they got uh, mustache waxes, beard oils. They got pre-shave um, shaving cream. They got everything you need. Um, go to straightrazors.com. Get yourself a kit. Get a kit for a loved one. Um, try the smolder aftershave. If you don't like the fucking smolder aftershave, you can punch me in the dick. Go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we got a new one to the show. Oh. We got a little app called Caillou that's coming out. That's K-A-Y-U. Um, this this app is uh, could be the future. Could be the future. You never you never know. Whenever you get to to see a new cool app, um, you always wonder like, shit, is this going to be the future? Is this going to be the a new app to the the change of of social media? Uh, what what is this? Uh, it's invented by two Green Berets out of Fort Bragg. It's completely free, and it, and it comes out March tenth. We're doing a little pre promo for it uh, for the drop of it. Um, you can kind of think of it as like a every social networking, lodging, or travel app combined into one. Uh, which kind of does everything you'll ever need. Um, you'll be able to link up with others in your area, anywhere you're traveling, uh, based on mutual interest, desire to save money on lodging. Uh, do all the shit that you love to do for cheaper. So, for example, if you're going to fucking Coachella and you're looking to split a hotel with somebody else, you know, uh, maybe there's two of you and you're like, man, I don't want to pay for a fucking four-person room, which is how they, how they really get you at Coachella. Okay. Um, you, you've got to stay like real far away because the ones that are close are super expensive. Yeah. You can go on the app, find people that are in your area with the same interests, and be like, yo, I want to split a fucking hotel. Uh, let's get down. And it's kind of like Tinder where you get to see who they are, and there's ratings on the people and all that shit. So it's, and it's, it's it, fucking cool. It sounds crazy, right? I, 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 I bet you a lot of people are going to be fucking. Yeah. Probably right. We're hooking up yeah, or if you're, becoming if you're, if you're friends hotel, for sure. Friends, like or like, let's say you're you're living in fucking Wilmington. You're looking for somebody to go go shoot guns with for the day, or or go hiking or camping or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, boom, you can go on there and be like, hey man, I live in this area. Like, let's fucking hook up. Uh, you know, go split the cost at, at whatever you're, you know 
gun range, whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Um, it's dope. But like when Airbnb first started, people were like, that's fucking crazy. I know. Nobody's going to want to stay in people's house. Like, yeah. And then now it's just like, of course. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's one, it's going to be like one of those. I, I will see. I'm exci- I don't want to drive in someone else's car. I don't want to drive with another person in their car. Exactly. Like yeah. that sounded crazy. Sounds crazy. But I think people are cooler than you think. Totally. Like I, I look and I, if you just have like the, you know, a benefit of the doubt and right. not think that everyone's a serial killer and going to kill you and annoying. Like yeah. you actually will find great some deals, awesome people and great deals on people. Shit. A lot of people aren't going to kill you. Exactly. A lot of people. A, a lot. Some do. Eh, some might. But a bunch of people won't kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's better than like, you know, look, I'm trying to get tickets for my dad for the, the I can't say what it's for. for. Um, but Ooh, a secret. Yeah. In ca- <laughs> anyway, in but case same he listens thing. to the show, but like, yeah, in, in case like uh, at this event, like all the hotels and all that shit are crazy, totally. and it's like, dude, it'd be dope to have an app just to go on and find some other people and be like, yo, you got a hookup? You got a hookup, son? I'm here with my dad. Yeah, go to Caillou dude. But it's for everybody, so it's it's. Uh, I love it across the board. Um, I like the idea. So do I. Shit. Somebody fucking had a cool house. Let's do it. Yep. Uh, go, to, go, go to the Caillou app, K-A-Y-U, when it, when it drops on March 10th and do that shit. Um, and when it comes out on March 10th, download it. They're holding a fucking music festival in Charleston. And uh, as soon as the music fest lets out, you'll be able to get into the bars. There's uh, free drinks and free all that shit if you have the app at the front door. Um, dang. Dang, son. St. Patrick's Day is going to be going off. Uh, so look out for Caillou when it comes out. Last but not least, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. There we go. Boom, 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 boom. Sorry, can you, did you spell the Caillou? Yeah, K A Y U. K A Y U. I spelled it numerous okay. times. Okay. Sorry. Um, boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz. Uh, make America grape again, kids. The grape flavor is my fucking jam. There's no carbs or sugars in these, by the way. Uh, and you can kick the can. It's a tasty, tiny little tin pouch. You rip it open, squeeze it, and any liquid available, and you're on your way. You can put it in beers, waters, wines, Kool-Aids, liquors, liqueurs. You name it. Uh, get on the Strikeforce motherfucking train go to strikeforceenergy.com they also have a subscription of the month club or they've got these uh 750 milliliter bottles that you can put on your bar top or countertop and just boom boom pop a couple squirts in and go go to strikeforceenergy.com type in the promo code revolution for 20 percent off got a big show today jobless let's get to it to it jobless to it to uh, it the dunk contest was last night it's all-star weekend in the nba um Boring. Boring? God, it's boring. Were the balls balling? Balls were balling. No, they were not. Uh, Lonzo is hurt, and the other two kids are not in the NBA yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, uh, it's one of those things. Man, I am having trouble with the mic here. Um, I, might, I might have to put you know, Hansu or somebody over here. Really, really lean it up, you know? Will that work? I don't know. I don't know. Look. Um, it's, a, it's a sinking ship today. <laughs> It's a Sunday. Whatever happens on the show happens on the show. It does. You know? It does. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to hold it in place here with 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 my hand. That thing at the side. Yeah. You can kind of put that. No, no. you don't want to wedge that back. I can't. Can't can't stop the show. Can't stop the feeling right now. Okay. I do want to talk about how fucking boring this goddamn dunk contest was. Okay. Sure. There is no superstars in the NBA who participate in the dunk contest, which is a goddamn shame. So it's all these fucking people who are kind of fringe players. They're like, yeah, they're good. They're, they're, they're decent NBA players. They're just not fucking superstars. Why don't the superstars do it? Is it you have a, to me, the NBA, you have an NBA full of pussies. Um, I, 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 think, I think the NBA and the quality of the NBA has improved with how many great players there are. But when LeBron James is your cornerstone for the NBA, mm-hmm. He should know how what, what his importance is. He'd rather talk about political issues than actually get in the fucking dunk contest. Sure. Um, which is bullshit to me. But all of the greatest players of all time have, have done it. Dr. J, dunk contest multiple times. Right. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Multiple times. Dominique Wilkins, multiple times. Kobe Bryant. Like, the list goes on and on. This generation won't do it. Uh, a lot of them are three-point shooters, so you're not going to see Steph Curry dunking a basketball. Sure. He doesn't dunk a basketball in a game. Not that guy. Same with Kevin Durant. Yeah, Shooter, yeah. not that guy. 
LeBron is. LeBron dunks all the time. He won't fucking enter. Uh, so then you have these these shittier players in there, and um, you know, they is he did, afraid of getting hurt or is he afraid of looking bad? I think he's afraid of looking bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he's never gotten hurt in his career, and uh, I, I don't like. I don't know how he's gonna. The dunks he does in warm up before every game would win the dunk contest if he if he actually did them. I think he's afraid of of looking like shit on a, on the big stage, like having some young kid fucking house him, ball yeah. on him, yeah. Yep. Um, but that's that's how it used to be back in the day. Yeah. So you know you you have this mentality now of uh, I don't want to look bad versus like I want to be the best there is and stuff it in everybody's fucking faces and it sure. it's just shitty, man. I used to look forward to this every single year as a kid, and now this NBA like. Like as far as your superstars go, they're kind of pussies about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph Curry, I like. I would have liked to see him in the three point contest. Didn't do it. I, I don't know why he's done it in the past. Yeah, but like he should do it every year. Clay Thompson did it this yeah. year. Um, but I'd like to see Kevin Durant in there. I, I'd like to. I'd like to see the superstars be superstars during All Star Weekend. I think they owe it to the fans. But I, I don't think LeBron James gives gives a shit about the fans at no, all. Clearly not. Clearly, and he's he's probably going to leave Cleveland again after this exactly. season. Exactly. He's uh, not about the people. Yeah, it's just <laughs> shitty. But like, um, watching it was just boring now and it's like until you start Sad. bringing some of these people back yeah uh it's just kind of, it's just kind of become boring the three points contest was good because you had a young kid in there who was looking to take down clay thompson and those guys and he was like nice. fuck you and he ended up winning Devin booker and and that was that was good but three three point contest is all about skill uh even lebron james like he hasn't entered a three-point contest jordan did um all, all of the great the greats have uh, LeBron yeah. James is, uh, he's his own fucking beast, that fucking guy. Um, and, and it's, you know, a lot of people like him. I don't, I wish they knew the real stories about that fucking guy and the LeBron Taraj. Uh, that's what they call it in the NBA, how he's always traveling with like 13 people. Uh, and he's a fucking nightmare for the coaches and, and the team and oh, all I that shit. Oh, I thought that was known. No, not really oh. like like that publicly. Everybody, you know, he's got this image out there that's that's pretty squeaky clean. But like behind the scenes, he's just a cocksucker. And- oh, I thought the way that I knew LeBron James was that he was a cocksucker, piece of shit, a-hole, yeah. right? I- and then he like kind of, I think he got humbled somewhere along the line of maybe like it's what I, that, I think it was like leaving Cleveland, Miami. It was something in yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah. then he kind of switched and turned into like kind of nice guy. Yeah. No. And we just sort of, cause forgot. the world hated him. I, he's hated one of the, him. he's one of those guys who's more worried about a brand than like, uh, you know, actually staying in one city or fucking contributing. Like, I, I don't know. It, the shitty thing about it is he does a lot for the community. Um, okay. and he does but a lot, he does a lot for new. charity. Yeah. He does a lot for the community. Um, and I just don't understand why he's like this basketball wise and playing basketball wise. Um, you know, and he got into it with, uh, Laura Ingram, uh, from Fox news uh, over the, uh, over the weekend. That was a fun thing. Did you see that? I did a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch, did you watch the video she was referring to? No. Uh, so it was, it was essentially like a uh, kind of like comedians in cars getting coffee where, you know, they're in a car. It was uh, LeBron and Kevin Durant. And they were trashing the president okay. uh, being interviewed and they yeah, were in yeah, the back yeah. seat or whatever. And uh, uh, Laura, this, this Laura Ingram came on and was just like, why don't, why don't you just shut up and dribble and stick to basketball, not politics? Like you barely have a high school education. Exactly. And let's, you know, you're not the most prolific expert on politics or policies um and the funny thing i find about lebron james talking shit about everything is like why not bother to take a meeting with the president like if you're so concerned about the state of america and and the way of the world today and using your platform which he says he's going to continue to do why don't why don't you reach out Talk to right. the, talk to the president. Sit down with him. See them. what you guys can do about things that you're. Yeah, instead of talking shit. About. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why nobody reaches out and says, "Hey, man, I, I, I'd like to sit down and talk to you. the president of the United States." Is going to sit down and talk to LeBron James? I can promise you that. Um, do but you think the, Trump would at this point? Yes, I, 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 I absolutely one hundred percent think he would. Okay. 
Um, <clears throat> if nothing for the other, let's say their meeting goes horribly, but, but nothing other than the photo op of like, all right, great. I, I tried, I, I sat down and talked to them. Like they may disagree on things or whatever, but like, I, I absolutely think like he would. I, what I don't think there is no give and take on the other side though. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Players won't go to the white yeah, house and, sh- and shit like that. Uh, which is stupid because if you actually want to change things, go, go to the white house and voice your, comp- your, your concerns and opinions. Right. That's the only way to have an open dialogue with somebody that you disagree with is the only way things are going to change. So they think that the way things are going to change is to just boycott, boycott everything. Yeah, and, that, and boycott that's not, the U.S. right it's now. It's not going to do anything while living in it. While and living in it, reaping all the benefits, you're yeah. going to boycott. Exactly. The U.S. doesn't anyway. make any. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but his whole gig doesn't make any sense to me. And you know, he brought it up of uh, somebody. You know, he was talking about race the other day. About he's like, look, people don't care how much money I have, and it's not about money. And somebody will still spray paint the N word on on your fence. Which, which, what happened to him? Want to, want to have a refresher on this because uh, we talked about this when it happened, the mm-hmm. day that it happened. This was last June, right uh, before the NBA Finals. Um, and I said I thought it was strange that he lived in Brentwood and there's no, there's no camera footage, there's no suspects, right. there's no nothing. That still holds true to this day. Uh, we're eight months later. Right. N- not nothing nothing you have not one stitch of footage you don't have a suspect you have nothing um i part of me still thinks that's staged because i i find it impossible because you look you've lived there mm-hmm. and you know what happened to brentwood after oj right every single fucking person got surveillance cameras in that neighborhood mm-hmm. um I, I i find it unbelievably hard to believe that 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 they don't have anything of of whoever did this um and it magically happened the day before the nba finals and somebody knew that your sixth house was in brentwood like right nobody knows nobody knows that um i didn't know lebron james lived there i couldn't find his house no uh so i i i am still i'm still suspicious over that because it doesn't make any sense and like you know how ethnically diverse la is Mm -hmm. if there is a at least racist place like yeah. fuck nobody tolerates that there yeah. no one um it is as far left as you could possibly get there no one tolerates that nor uh i, I you'd be hard pressed to meet a fucking republican out there like true. or somebody that extremist true, true, to, to true. go out of their way or to spray true. paint that word on lebron james's gate so i don't know man i, I it seems very convenient to me but uh what's your whole take on that on that um with laura ingram um i mean i think she's i think she's right but it's it's what i always say about these people that like think because um they can do something like act or play basketball right that they can now um talk about politics like you're not a political sign you know what i'm saying like so it goes along with that where i was just like well it's the same to with, me. Like you have no, you have. I don't know. Like I know they have. I know the platform platform thing. But plat, 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 yeah, plat. Yeah. I know that. I get it. But it just like it turns these exactly people without even a high school diploma, right? Talking about things that are like so far beyond them, and, 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 and people are listening yeah. because they have a platform. It's almost dangerous. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. Bring in someone that to stand next to you and talk. Do you know what I mean? Or like endorse people that whatever. I I don't know what the answer is, but to me, that's all it was. And I just sort of like, man, I'm just so desensitized to it now where it's just like, oh, you have a platform. So you think you have education and it's not the same thing. Yeah. And the the other part of it is uh, with with celebrities as well. Like, same. Uh, like Alyssa I Milano. I get pissed. Yeah, I get pissed. Alyssa Milano, you didn't go to fucking college. What, like, why? Why should anyone out there, a normal fucking working Joe, listen to to what the to fuck you. you're saying? Like, yeah. you're so rich that it doesn't. Whatever you're saying isn't. It's not 
it doesn't fucking matter. You're not going to change anybody's life because just because you have an opinion on something, like a political opinion on something, fucking don't listen to, to Barbara Streisand. Don't listen to Alyssa Milano. Don't listen to Cher talk about fucking politics. Like they know nothing about it. And it's like, great. Yes, they have a platform and it's freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want. And that's great. Right. Um, but when you start placing importance on what celebrities or athletes are saying regarding politics, fuck off. Like, yeah. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Exactly. I like to observe. Yeah. I'm not going to ever give you like some breakdown of like how I feel the intricacies of the, you know, government or things like that should work. I pretty much let them do <laughs> what they know how to do. Who the fuck do I think I am to fucking, I don't know. Right. And I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I, I'm not, I'm just not going to tell you anything like that. who I, to vote for and that it's right or wrong. We're just bringing certain things up and bringing things to light. And um, I guess kind of just talking about it. Yeah. From both sides, really. Yeah, from but both like, sides. My take on that, if you ask me my take on that, and that's what it is. It just pisses me off when people use their platform. Yeah. It, they get delusional, though. It's not that you're, it's that he actually thinks that he knows what he's talking about. And that and he's important get, enough. Yes. Like you get delusional, these people yeah. that like everyone gives them everything. Everyone listens to them. They get coffee brought to them. People are just like, Oh, whatever you, whatever. Yeah. Like they get delusional into thinking like, you know what? I could maybe run. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Or I need to let the people know what's going on. Right. And it's like, we're good. You can be pissed about something. You can have an opinion, whatever, but don't try and tell me uh, and, what's happening. And the other thing is, is like, you know, LeBron James's rebuttal was, no, I'm not going to shut up and dribble. He's like, look, I realize that I'm an important person in the world. And there's a lot of kids that are looking up to me because I came from nothing and made something out of my life and I'm a successful right. businessman and all that shit. Yes, all of that is true. However, politically, you are not. You are not important. You did nothing politically. Right. And like right. you're not making so any highlight, highlight what you do for the community. Highlight, like talk about the things that you're doing to make a to make a difference. Yes. Because um, that's what you know. You are an important person. That's not a lie. But use it for doing what you said he does stuff for the community. He, he does, does a yeah. lot of stuff. He does like a lot of stuff charity. for charity. Yes. So highlight that. Employ, you know, talk to other people about doing the same. And that's pretty much all you can really do. And that's everyone. That's Alyssa Milano. That's whatever. Like, talk about organizations, communities, that things that you're doing, charities that you're giving to, ways that you're making a difference. Right. If you want to have a march, like, to me, that's something. You want to organize a march? Like, Alyssa Milano. Do you know what I mean? Like, get sure. active. Have people come to this thing and do whatever you want to do. But um, you just bitching on your platform doesn't do anything yeah, for and, anybody. And there's so. no actual attempt at trying to change or listen to the other parties right. or talk to them or reach right. out to them. So it's like, what the fuck? And you're right that one side is more receptive than the other. Yeah. <clears throat> Where, yeah, like, you know, you'll have a conversation with a liberal. They might not. Like, Yeah, I look, I, I, I've had guests on the show that are super liberal. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck who you voted for. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want to talk about politics, it's fine. But yeah. I, other than that, I'm not going to ask you about it because I don't really fucking care. Um, I was just I was laughing at. <clears throat> do you remember when LeBron James wished? Who is it? A bald kid. Happy birthday on Twitter. No. A, Some, a bald kid. A ball. Oh, One a of ball. the balls. Lamar oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, Rafford yeah. just went oh, yeah. off. Like yeah. his story was like 20 Lonzo clips. Ball, Lonzo yeah. Ball. Yeah. He like he wished him. Prince Ball or Prince Lonzo, yeah, happy yeah, birthday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck is going on with these fucking basketball players? Yeah, like, they would never do that in the past. Never do that. It, it, the, the game has gotten better because it's more skilled, but it has gotten pussified yeah, where it's back just... Back in the day, like those You could punch people and uh, yeah, it was fucking awesome. Where their shorts were high as, oh, yeah. as, as all hell. And they Balls were, were hanging out. Doing drugs, punching each oh. other in the face. It's great fighting. Yeah, that was still the 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 dream NBA. But this 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 current NBA with the with the skill level involved now with these guys shooting threes from half court, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But um, I would I would have to say that back in the day it was a little bit more yeah interesting. And they're not talking like 
Bird is not getting up and like talking about politics or no. Do you know what I mean? Like none of those guys. They're did. talking Jordan, shit about the other team, and that's it. Jo- like, like Jordan never made one political statement no. ever. Because look, if you want to be loved and and have people watch you play, you don't want to think about that shit. Um, same way I think about actors and and, and athletes, and I watch them play. I'm like, oh, so and so. Not like that things this, were better or, back then. Like they were worse. Yeah. So oh, yeah, if anyone's yeah, yeah. gonna like speak out, whatever. It was those players back in the day that were treated like shit. Whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, and I want to give an update on this. That, that fucking kid. Uh, I'm, I'm still not going to say his name. Uh, that Florida shooter who shot up that school. Pussy, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the more and more information that keeps coming out about this, the shittier it is. Cops were called to his house 39 times in Isn't seven years. 39 fucking times. He even wrote on Instagram... This, I'm just going to read it verbatim. I think I am going to kill people. What, what more needed to be done at that point? Uh, the FBI was notified. The, the FBI came to his house, interviewed him. Uh, how do you have a total collapse like this? They said that they could not um, corroborate that that was him writing that. Fuck. Do you see the rest of his Instagram? I know. I'm just saying like that's it's, it's, that's what they're saying as far as like could have been someone else. Like I don't know what he was saying to them. It's like but shit they you would couldn't see. prove that it was him, I guess, which is just like his Instagram is shit you would see in like a Netflix show of like the bad kid or oh like or one of those fucking CSIs or something where you're like, oh. Or yeah, it reminded me of uh, the Virginia Tech shooter. Yeah. Where it's like. Could not have been any more grainy, sa- The exact same type of pictures in the exact same yeah. thing leading up to him shooting up Virginia Tech, right? Fucking crazy. Writing the same stuff. like. And so they said that, you know, the FBI botched this this case, obviously. Um and then, you know, you have the fucking FBI shit that came out uh, last week over, you know, the, that, that special Russia investigation that's been going on. Mm. There was 13 indictments of Russian nationals that they had fake Facebook and Twitter accounts, uh, that they were influencing the, the election mm. through social media. Oh boy, where to begin about this? Um, I'm going to start with the fact that we've spent, uh, as taxpayers, I don't know how many millions and millions of dollars for this stupid fucking probe to go on. For you to come back and say that 13 people had fake Facebook accounts and they were putting out fake news articles to influence the election. Holy shit. Um, What an unbelievable waste of money, one. Two, I, I... and I don't want to say like maybe I'm just a smarter bear. I expect that to be happening. I expect it to be going on. Sure. Um, I watched that special on 60 Minutes. What was it? A year ago, a year and a half ago about those kids in fucking uh, Croatia uh, or Romania who were all they could do is get paid to write fake news articles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For for, you know, the Internet. And it's just like I, I expect all of this to be happening. Not, none of this is surprising. For us to spend a gajillion dollars on finding 13 fake users who are putting out fake articles or, or in trying to influence an election or make somebody else look bad, I, I, I expect this to be going on. Um, not only that, but like I, I, ex, I, I suspect. How would they influence? Go ahead. I, I suspect like f- half of Twitter, when, I, when anything political comes up on either side, Republican mm-hmm, or Democrat, mm-hmm. I expect for half of those people on Twitter who were responding to these to be fake, to be fake bots and shit like that. Like, in no way do I take any of it seriously because you're able, able to manipulate it uh, however you want, essentially, with, with bots and things like that. that like, th- there's no way that I didn't think any of that was going on. Like, I, did you? No, but I don't, I don't even see how that could influence me. Like, did the Russians put words that Hillary said inside her mouth? Did they put like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like as far as influence, like the debates, the things like her policies, like things she's done in the past, like yeah. things her husband has done, like uh, Trump stuff, you know, what he said, what he ran on, the people that he got excited. Russia didn't do any of that no so nothing that they tried to do or whatever to to influence 
yeah. to me, I don't, I, I still don't understand what they're talking about as far as influencing election because the emails were real. That email thing was, they yeah, didn't yeah, do yeah. that, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, they didn't do like, what they're, they didn't talk about building the wall. It's like all these things that he got elected on or she didn't win because of really. Well, what they're saying is, you know, that, that Mueller saying is that, uh, these, these Facebook articles and things like that were targeted to go after people in swing States, um, that they would pop up in their feed and read them or whatever. Like I, Hey man, all, uh, all of the shit that I read, like I always take with a grain of salt, um, and, Absolutely. and I am not, I would consider myself not dumb enough to read an article and have that change some- my political opinion where, where, Hey, I'm going to read a couple articles that are on my Facebook feed and that's going to influence who I'm driving out yeah. to the, the ballot box for and going to vote for. Like, I guess that's what I mean is um, that's crazy that they're talking about influencing really stupid people, I guess. And hey, guess what, though? If you're a stupid person, you're able to influence stupid people from the beginning of time till Facebook now. Facebook alone without Russians can influence us. Stu- I mean, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I don't. They really, really. They're just so pissed off, aren't they? Yeah. It's just so still pissed off. But after oh, how many yeah. how many months into this fucking investigation are we? Yeah. You'd know if you, if if you had Trump on something or or I would think I mean god. They don't have anything. Uh and it's just yeah. such yeah. a colossal waste of time. And the other problem is again, if if you're spending all of your time on this stupid shit hoping this catches and, and again, you're not building up a political opponent to actually run in the in the primaries next year. You're fucked. Yeah, you're fucked because people read this shit. Like I, I read this and I was like, all right, great. Was it was there people here? Was there spies here that were trying to influence the election? Because then if there was 13 Russian spies here on U.S. soil yeah. and you arrested them and they were going, you know, to the, the ballot boxes or going to sure. these towns or and, and trying to influence people while they're voting. All right cool man we got a fucking problem but putting out fake news articles like people do that all the time cnn does that all the time fucking the new york times does that all the time right i I don't care that russian like 13 people are uh, on facebook making fake articles i don't give a shit um and if look let's face it if 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 you thought this was a problem then or now facebook would have changed it like mm-hmm. I, nobody's changing anything because like at the end of the day, how do you stop a fake article or who determines what's fake or what's real? Yeah. I, uh, writing an article is an opinion anyways. Um, all of these news outlets, you know, New York Times, Washington Post, all of them are they're, they're kind of reporting the news and then the rest of it, their opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't change a death toll somewhere. Right. But, you know, you can change what your opinion of what happened uh, was and why. And it's like, uh, how is this any fucking different? And to spend all of this money on this stupid shit, nothing makes no sense. To me, this is it's become a witch hunt, like the fucking steroid thing. Like, I didn't want the government spending money on fucking going after people who did steroids. Yeah. I, I didn't want to see that. I don't give a shit if Barry Bonds did steroids. I don't give a shit about this. Like I give a shit if there was, if there was 13 spies over here on American soil or trying to influence the election. they were casting votes that weren't yeah, real. Yeah, exactly. That's, the, that's, if, then if I would that's care. what's happening, I want to know, but, um, fake accounts and fake articles and, uh, all of that doesn't bother me. No. I, <clears throat> and again, I, I, I expect it. Um, I, I just, and I think this is going to happen in the next election too. People are going to use social media for how they want it. And they're going to try to manipulate it for, for their favorable outcome. But that's the way of the world today. I mean, look, if you probably went back to an election in the 1800s when you had to go door to door and talk to people about why you should you know, get voted for, I'm sure people were telling lies at people's houses right to their face. It was like, hello, sir. Hello, ma'am. How are you? Oh, yeah. Are you thinking about voting for Eisenhower? Right. Why you shouldn't? Because he fucking... <laughs> right, right. He killed someone. He put somebody's, you know, head in a box. He used right. to sleep with prostitutes. He probably did this. Don't tell anybody, but go out and vote on Tuesday. Sure. It's probably the same thing. Probably mm-hmm. even worse because it's a person coming up to you, talking to you right in your face. Oh, yeah. Facebook, if you're fucking dumb enough to believe an article on Facebook, then congratulations. You're probably worthy of being duped anyway. So 
fuck off. So there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> do we have a crime corner today? Ah, uh, we do. Yeah, a lot of people have been asking. They were saying, really? hey. Yeah. Are well, they missing the crime? What? We got four people. We got four people who, four want, who people. wanted a crime corner. That's yeah. a lot yeah. for yeah. me. Yeah, it is. I, I didn't even think three people listened. Well, for we, got four, we got four now. We got four who oh are looking gosh, for a crime corner. Oh my gosh, you guys. Corner. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Okay, so. Okay. Cri- you have to crime do- corner. Crime Crime corner. Okay, so Brad Sapp in oh, yeah. Iowa. Yep. That's not, that's just his name. I'm a big fan of Brad's. <laughs> Brad's and Chad's these days are hot. Brad's and Chad's. A so white thought, Brad out of Iowa. He thought he heard a mysterious voice whisper, get out of here. Um, in the wee hours of the morning when he was sorting cans at his redemption center. So him uh, and his wife own a redemption center in okay. Iowa. Sure. And he said, I honestly thought I was going crazy. And he, um, he looked all over for the source of the voice. Couldn't uh-huh. find it. His wife teased him about it. Like he was being crazy. Like it was a ghost. Sure. Um, but nine hours later, around 10 a.m., she received a scare when she was there. And she heard a guy... Um, a guy's voice um, saying, I'm in the chimney. I'm in the chimney. Let me out. So, um, oh, and he was, so, so the man was uh, later identified as 29-year-old Jordan Kajowski. You bet. Okay. And, um, <laughs> uh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, Hard-hitting James. stuff, hard-hitting God. stuff. You, you guys, really he said bring I'm in the chimney. He said I'm in the chimney. What? Yeah, this is he, like hard copy. Yeah. 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 Um so he was naked and he told them he told the, the man in the chimney was naked? He was naked. So he told the so they called the cops. Cops came, they found him, he was naked. Uh-huh. Um he said he fell in while he was playing hide and seek. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, buck naked into the chimney. Mm-hmm. Sure. Hide and seek, 29-year-old man. Yeah. He's playing hide and, hide and seek. That happens. Okay. It happens. Um <laughs> he stuck to his story. Even when, like, arrested, taken to court and everything. He was arrested on trespassing charges. And um, he, he said he had no idea why he was naked. The, the guy said he had no idea why he was naked. He thought the man um, had clothes with him. And the chimney is not big enough for him to, like, undress inside the chimney. Right, right, right. So it's a real mystery is what it is. This is an unsolved mystery because he had his clothes with him. (laughs) Sure. And then jumped into the chimney naked. Right, right. And was caught in there for nine hours. Nine hours stuck in a chimney buck naked. Nine hours, Kajowski. Wow. Okay, Kajowski. That is something, Javes. Um, you week after week after week, you bring us the most hard hitting crime stories. Hard hitting crime that others, dare I say, are afraid to to talk about. Afraid to talk about. Part of this story is how creepy that the voices that you think you hear are real, right? Because that's like my one of my like biggest fears, right? Sure, that, like, sure. I think I hear something and like, I'm like, oh no, it's crazy and nothing's there. And it actually is where there's a lot of stories of people like living in people's attics Mm -hmm. and like coming down when they go to work and like eating something, whatever, going back. Like you bet. Yeah. What? There is. And you're like, wait, I thought I had a fucking sandwich or something and you're hearing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Jave's. Crime corner. Crime, crime corner. corner. Okay. Again, bringing us. You're bringing us the hardest hitting news. Super researched. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I was on the ground. Yep. Okay. Boots on the ground. Yeah. You really, you really <laughs> went to the mat for this one. Um, and we not only appreciate you, we thank you. Oh. We thank naked. you. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. We got that. Yeah. Kajowski. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Brad, sure. Brad sure. Kajowski. Hide and seek. He yep. was playing. Hide and seek. Just a fun little game of hide and seek. With did they ever? Friends. Did they ever answer that? Like, w- was the mystery ever solved? No. Was, oh, it's sticking, still ongoing. Yeah, he's sticking to his story. Okay. Okay. I wonder if we can get him on the show. 
And if we could get him on the show, ask him, ask him why. Look this guy up, okay? Yeah. And and Brad tell Kajowski. Me, tell me again, it Jordan Kajowski. Tell Jordan. me again if you want. Who's Brad? Who's Brad then? Brad's the man that heard the voices. Gotcha. So Got he it. owned the place. He was hearing the voices, and his wife was teasing him. Okay. That he was going crazy. Sure. And, and uh, then, it, boom, it happened turn, to her. Turns out he wasn't. Turns out. I'm in the chimney. Can you imagine? I'm in the chimney. Yeah. I wouldn't think That's that was fake. That's all you hear? Yeah. I wouldn't think that was fake. I wouldn't think that one was fake. Um, Get out? Like, why did he say get out first? Get out of here. Why did he know. say get out of here? Who knows? Who knows? Why wouldn't you just be screaming help? And he wasn't on the why influence of drugs. Why wouldn't you just be drugs? screaming help? He wasn't on drugs doesn't say but mm, yeah eh, yeah you do the math i would i is it weird that my first thought would have been to start the fire if light, you heard that up. voice oh yeah. if light i heard up. a voice like that and i was like oh my god well but you don't know he's he doesn't know he's in the chimney he's looking all around when did he discover that he was in the chimney the wife did oh when the guy finally said nine hours later i'm I, in the chimney i'm in the chimney there you have it that was, Help get me out. I'm in the chimney, which is I would have led with that. You you can go. I would have led with that. Yeah, you can go. You can go to you could go to CNN if you want. Um, you can go to ABC News if you want. Um, whatever. I don't know what Ted Koppel's doing. No one is delivering hard hitting news like Jesse Wiseman these days. Yeah. Crime quarter. Crime quarter. Looking forward to the next one, James. Um, these these are always a beacon of light. In You're my, such a in dick. My <laughs> <laughs> the uh, people that like Crime Corner are into it. Oh, you four. I know. You four. No, there's a lot. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. <laughs> uh, now it's time for the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Tom Anderson on this one. Uh, the inventor of MySpace. Um, and you <laughs> might you might say why? Why I Ross? Would say why Ross? Why Ross? Why? Um, to me, Tom Anderson, and, I, and I, I don't have any proof on this, but this is just, this was what I felt. Tom Anderson was like the first picture that people use, like fake users on like bot accounts where it was just like that, oh. you know, that smile with the thumbs yeah, up, yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah. thing. And it was just like, Hey man, isn't that just Tom's picture you're using as your profile and your thing here or whatever? Like, um, to me, that was like the first fake account, like fake okay. bots and, uh, Everybody used that Tom picture of like, uh, yeah, yeah. And I feel that MySpace had fake accounts first and all of that shit. Like, uh, that was kind of, and that where there's a social media platform, there are fake accounts. Yes. And Even Friendster, no? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but like Tinder, half of those people are fake. You know, everybody's using oh, fake sure. pictures and, you know, with all of that shit. But I feel like everybody ripped that Tom Anderson photo. That was like the first one okay. of like, huh? Uh, thumbs up. There we are. There we are. Um, yeah, you want to, I looked him up too. You want to feel old? He's 47 now. Tom is 47. Oh. Yeah. Remember when he was in that janky white t shirt and it was just like, oh, yeah. He made it like he made a fucking boatload and good on him. He essentially started all of this shit that's going on today. I mean, yeah. fuck. Uh, but that's that's to me. That was the first fake one. Okay. So way to go, Tom. I'm going to give you a big thumbs up today. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Jesse Wiseman, this was fun. Uh, thanks for thanks for hitting us in the face with another crime corner. I can't. The countdown is on to the next are one. You such a dick. <laughs> the countdown is on for the next one. For the next one. Uh, I am Ross Patterson. You're the Jables. Uh, this is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night.